0: Hey guys, Toolman Tim here. We are back with Fireside Freedom with a roundtable of testosterone this evening. Uh, And we are going to talk all about Christmas traditions and how they've changed over the years, the things we do. And we're going to see how long we can go without Nate mentioning ham radio, because if he does, we have to drink. So there it is. Have a sip of my old fashioned. (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm. I could do so that. let's go
0: around the table this evening folks and find out what everybody's drinking and how everybody's been go ahead nate i got a little bit of
2: noshino walnut liqueur oh
0: that's so good
2: christmas in a bottle so
0: yes.
3: we should get another sip of this in you got, got nuts
0: in your you got
3: nuts in your glass is that what you said
0: <laughs> yep well technically they're in his mouth now but
3: anyway nuts. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs>
4: I can tell this is going sideways already. Well, I mean, it is <laughs> a sausage party, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Four Roses,
4: Kentucky Bourbon. <laughs> oh, nice.
0: Yeah, Nice, nice, nice. What do you got there? Shinerbach. Oh, and I've got my old-fashioned made with Maker's Mark this evening. Why don't you just have the Maker's Mark and save all the work? because I i'm with him I, I enjoy an old-fashioned i can't help it i just really I really like them
4: i like a good old-fashioned
0: oh yes really good, so, good. I, so tonight i went to dump my bitters in the glass and you know how it's like a little dropper thing in there the lid came off and i had like a quarter inch <laughs> <I'm> like oh <"Aw." laughs> so i was able to dump it back in but it yeah that'd be a little too much it's got that clovey taste you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now what kind of bitters do you like the one I've got is the. Oh, that one you can get at the grocery store. I'll show you. He's got a bar in his podcasting studio. Right? I sure <laughs> do. Got an ice maker right outside. There it is. Ag. ag mm, okay. Angostura, yeah. Yeah. I, I try to pronounce it, but I can't. So the That's kids a got me Canadian word. What's that?
3: That's a Canadian word. That one? Yeah. I
0: don't know. Fuck. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> kids got me. Five different bourbons for Christmas, but they didn't want to wrap them. So they're already down here in the bar. So we'll uh, I'll do a taste test video at some point. They'll be nice. gone
4: by Christmas, maybe?
0: <laughs> He'll be gone by Christmas. <laughs> uh, I'll be somewhere for Christmas. And we picked up a, a bourbon cream as well. It's a 20% liqueur. I haven't Ooh. tried it yet, but we got that at Costco. Just something totally different to try. So Nice. Erin has a very serious question. She wants to know if bitters are good for upset stomachs. And I think yeah. they probably are because they have cloves in them, and cloves are, you know, bitters and soda. Well, mix, really? mix
4: with the bourbon, and I'd say they're pretty good. Mm-hmm.
0: I've saved I've saved many a uh,
3: bachelorette party with bourbon mm-hmm. and or uh, bitters, uh, bitters and soda, uh, and uh, relieved a lot of hiccups with uh, bitters and what was it bitters and sugar on a lemon?
0: Really, huh. mm-hmm. I have to try that. I mean, all, all, all I know is
3: bartender tricks, but, you know, it's all psychological anyway. So you, if you hype them up yeah, enough on yeah. it, it doesn't really matter if it works or not.
0: All I know is the more bitters I drink, the better I feel. So it must work. I don't know.
3: Well, my grandma gave me plenty of booze as a kid and it kept me nice and healthy.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. you can grow a decent hey, you sound like you're getting coffee? a cough. Here, have some bourbon. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> charlotte i'll to take a nap <laughs> like yeah, we just joined. watched three or four episodes of trailer park boys charlotte and i so yeah little trinity was like seven getting drunk and eating pot brownies so that that sounds about right yeah, there you go so what's everybody been up to why don't we start with ken i haven't talked to you in forever ken what have you been up uh, to? Bro?
4: been so long i i missed the whole month of november here
0: <laughs> you were very close oh. to me
4: yeah i was up in Idaho. uh Got, got into some snow. Actually, I got out like the day before or the day of when they got like 16 inches. So it was, uh, had, they postponed our flight for a day. So we were traveling for a week. Went out to see my sister in Idaho and hung out, helped them on their house a little bit. Got to do a little snowboarding. I uh, had a crash right at the end of the day that hurt, but it was fun. It's been two years since I've gone. Was that, were you right up in the
0: panhandle or were? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I figured yeah, up all in,
4: uh, uh, close to uh, just above Coeur d'Alene. I can't remember what the little town is. A sand point, I think, was a town we were in.
0: So you couldn't have been far from the Canadian border.
4: I think that's like 45 minutes, maybe, maybe an hour. Not, not terrible far. Isn't that Ruby Ridge country up there, too? That's a little bit farther north. Yeah. Is Bonner's okay. Ferry. Yeah. I've got, I've got friends that live like 10 minutes. I'm like, it's 10 minutes by four wheeler up to where that happened. <laughs>
0: yes, sir. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Pretty sure didn't they tear the cabin down or burn the cottage down or something or, probably. You no, know, Brian.
3: I'm pretty sure my handler would not let me within 500 yards of that fucking place.
0: <laughs> Is that a no comment then?
3: <laughs> I am pretty close to Waco right now. Let's just put it that way. Fair enough. Yes. Yeah, it's funny because as a kid, and, and my trailer would burn a lot more than the Branch Davidian complex.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, at least there's not kids inside. All
0: right, let's move right along. So,
3: um, oh, that, does that mean I'm safe? Right? There's no kids I, in here.
0: Nah. <laughs> oh, but you do have dogs. Watch out! <laughs> oh, we are in trouble tonight, folks. Yeah, they'll
2: shoot those first.
0: Oh yes. don't yes. back <laughs> the blue, back, back the black and blue. Yeah. So, how's life been, Brian? Uh, Brian's living the dream, which I think is pretty cool. So, how how are things going?
3: Um yeah, I was sicker than shit for like two weeks. That was awesome. Uh finally got over that. uh looks like I'm froze again, so that's cool.
4: No, uh, you're good.
3: Here. You're good. here, I'll turn my uh camera off. Maybe that'll help. You're good.
0: Uh, you were good, I'm man. Your video it and time. audio was good.
3: Yeah. Oh, all right. All right, yeah. Um, yeah. just sick and couldn't uh couldn't think straight for like two weeks. I uh, couldn't get out of bed for three days, and that was kind of interesting in the camper. Uh, but yeah, just hanging out in a field down in Texas and making shitloads of content and helping the renegade butcher a little bit. Uh, should have been more, but like I said, I was sick for two weeks, and it's really not good processing meat, <laughs> other people's meat, when you're um, ill. Mm-hmm.
4: Right so- over deer season?
3: Yeah. I mean, he's still <laughs> real busy. So, but yeah, he was, uh, he was balls to the wall busy and I'm like, dude, I like, I didn't get out of bed for three days. So there's that. Oh,
4: man, That's miserable. He, he
3: saw me on Thanksgiving. He brought us over Thanksgiving dinner and, um, Corey didn't get out of bed all day on Thanksgiving and I barely made it to a chair because I had to let the dogs in and out and do the basic like system check on the solar and things. And he showed up with like Thanksgiving meal overflowing, like more than I could fit in my fucking fridge because our fridge is so small. And uh, so he saw me and he's just like, Holy shit, dude, are you okay? <laughs> I had made it out of bed for the first time that week on Thursday. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just getting all sorts of shit going online. Got uh, 400 irons in the fire and projects going on. And um, yeah. Yeah, Busy Recently a busy. How many author? TikTok
4: accounts are you up
0: to now? Uh, four. <laughs> get banned on any of them yet? What's that? Did you get banned on any of them yet? Um,
3: I have account warnings on more than one of them. <laughs> crypto scammers, I tell
0: you, every time.
3: Well, I I just I push the limits and then when I get my account warning, then I dial it back and realize what I can post and what I can't. It's all AB testing, like you got to push the limits to to get the traffic.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, my my latest podcast, I did one on Art Bell and Coast to Coast and it was a resounding success. We had basically in the first 48 hours 600 downloads, which is Probably 200 more than an average episode at this point, uh, which I knew was good. But uh, I also knew that I was pushing the limits with the content we used. And I got a a copyright, uh, not a strike, but a copyright claim. So the funny thing is, we were playing clips from his show. And I played a two-minute clip called The Sounds from Hell. (laughs) And anyway, a guy claims the copyright. But it's literally just a video that he took of their audio, uploaded it, and called it his. And he claimed against my video. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I didn't uh, monetize <laughs> that video anyway, strictly because I knew that mm-hmm. even though we were doing commentary on the tracks and that sort of thing, that they would still probably call it copyright. So, yeah. So, you like you said, you got to push the limits once in a while and have some fun. Yep. Totally makes sense. How about you, Nate? What have you been up to? Not a whole lot. Um,
2: kind of winding down for outside stuff for the year. Uh, we got kits in the uh, shed, so we got six of those we're getting ready to raise up, or at least we're working on raising up. Um, girls got Christmas coming up, so we've been running around like crazy with stuff with, with that. Um, but yeah, not not a whole lot lately, to be honest. How's work going?
0: It comes and goes. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: It's supply
0: chain. Well, so I guess we're going to start talking about Christmas. So I guess the first question I really need to ask everyone is, is Die Hard a Christmas film? Yes. Uh, Yes, okay. Um, (laughs) I I prefer to say it's a film that takes place at Christmas, but... (laughs) You know,
2: All right, man. I'm out of here. See you later, guys.
0: <laughs> it's a film that
3: takes place around Christmas, based on Christmas, because that was the whole intent of the movie. Was he was traveling for Christmas? So
0: it really doesn't have a Christmas theme, does it? Yes, it does. Wasn't
3: he traveling for Christmas to begin with? I suppose I'll, I'll give you that, but it, it, I, I, anyway. Why? Why was Home Alone a Christmas movie? Because they traveled away at Christmas.
0: The entire thing is a Christmas film about family and coming together. Watch, I'm gonna get because it took place at Christmas time. What happened? What'd you say, Brian? I muted him. See, he can't talk. This is great. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, damn it! There we go. There you go. You're good, Brian. I was being a dick because it took place at Christmas time. It's okay. I, I'm I'm good. I just like stirring the pot. So. No, 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 no. I mean, I just, what, what qualifies a Christmas movie?
3: I don't know. I I think it needs to be. Could it be a Christmas movie that you always watched on Christmas? Could super troopers be a Christmas movie? If that is a, a movie you always watched on Christmas day.
0: Meow. I really need to think about that for a minute. I think you do.
3: M- meow? Yeah. See how many times
0: I was hoping somebody would pick up on that joke. I heard it.
3: I heard okay. it. I just didn't want to acknowledge it.
0: <laughs> I heard it too. I wasn't acknowledging either. <laughs> oh geez. So um yeah, I don't know. Let's start with growing up. How um any certain things you guys always did at Christmas that you always look forward to or that sort of thing? You want to start with you, Nate? Well,
2: my parents were always were split up by the time I was ten. Um so, it was a lot of dual Christmases. Christmases. Yeah. It was a lot of bullshit, but, um, you know, we'd go down one year. We'd go down to Florida. Ooh. Next year, we'd uh, be up here at my mom's, and then year after that, we'd go back out to Florida. So, it was, it was a lot of back and forth, and it was never really the same as we went. What was Christmas in Florida like? That must have been kind of cool in a way. Shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah.
1: I'm never a white Christmas. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> unless it's white band.
0: But people still I mean, obviously people still decorate and that sort of thing and I don't, I don't remember to be honest. Okay. Um, Dude, we have was, Christmas lights on the camper right now. That's cool. Yeah. How about you,
4: Ken? Uh, yeah. About the only thing I can remember is just, you know, unwrapping the gifts on Christmas Day. Um, we often, my grandparents lived in Missouri, so we'd often travel up there. And I always, always dreamed of a white Christmas and I never got it. You know, I grew up in South Georgia, so I saw snow like twice in my life and, um, always wanted snow and we'd go away for Christmas and would never get it. It's snow at home while I was gone, but not where I was at. So Is that was, it?
0: oh, that sucks. Yeah,
4: <laughs> that would happen, but, um. I don't know, the, I, I guess the biggest thing, when I was a little bit older, maybe 10, 11, 12, I think there was a movie called White Christmas, Bing Crosby, and I yep. uh, don't remember who else played it, but we'd watch that every year for,
0: I think we probably ran
4: that about 10 years.
0: <laughs> was that the tap dancing movie? Or they tap dancing? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's from uh, Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, has a line in it about that, so how about you, Brian? um we used to
3: go to movie uh i think it was like the the weekend before christmas family would go to movies so i saw like uh home alone in the theater i saw um national lampoon's christmas vacation in the theater i saw all those all those movies so that was right in that time frame that every year we'd go see that christmas movie that was coming out um Steak and shrimp on Christmas Eve, man, and then uh, hating life going to grandma's after we opened um, presents at uh, home on Christmas Day. Then we go to my grandma's house, and it was like all my cousins and shit, and I just – that's not my deal. Like
0: I'm not a people person, so. Didn't you always hate – I always thought that was mean with kids you give them presents you open everything up all they want to do is stay at home and play with the shit you give them and then you often run around and hang out with family i always used to hate
3: that. yeah yeah and we'd go we'd go to grandma's house and we'd each get like one present from the from grandma or whoever and it was like a sweater and you're like i got like all my toys at home when are we gonna get home at like midnight so i have to go to bed Yep, hey,
4: Home Alone's been mentioned at least twice here. Can we all acknowledge that Kevin is now older than the lady that played his mom
0: in the movie? That's true, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. That's, she was hot, too. Makes so. you feel old. <laughs> the, the dad passed away a couple of years ago.
4: Oh, did he? Yeah, and he, I heard that.
0: yeah, I don't know. He was Chevy Chase. It. Was it John? I don't know Heard, it yeah, Chevy Chase. No, Chevy Chase is st- Actually, the dude looks pretty good lately. Lost a lot of weight because he got pretty chunky over the last few years.
3: But if yeah, you keep um, digging them old fashions,
0: you'll be right there with him. Oh, boy, I'm <laughs> telling you. For us, it was... We used to go to my grandfather's on Christmas Eve when he was still in his right mind before he, <laughs> he ended up at home with Alzheimer's. But we used to go there every year. And with all the cousins and stuff, it was nice on Christmas Eve because everybody was in a good mood and, you know, there'd always be nuts and chocolates and snacks. And then uh, Christmas morning, we would always... So my dad comes from a family of nine brothers and sisters all together. And all of them lived there except for my aunt, Carolyn. She lived in the next province over. So every Christmas morning, we would always call and they would always take turns because you remember when long distance cost an arm and a leg? So for all you Gen Z's out there, uh, Charlotte and I were watching a TV show earlier today and she said, what is an answering machine? She had no clue. And she's a very <laughs> smart kid, a very smart kid. So it wasn't like, you know, I remember before there
3: were answering machines. Mm-hmm. Ah. I, remember, I remember when caller ID kicked in. Oh, me too. <laughs> I, think I, I think I was in college.
0: <laughs> like you had to day. buy the extra, oh, you had to buy guys. the
3: extra little uh, box and plug it into the line, into which the little,
0: and it would show. Little yes,
3: it'll... yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And you always had to pay way extra for well, not way, but it was like three ninety nine or something a month. And for... like call
3: waiting, call waiting, and if you had call waiting and you had dial up internet, and the call waiting would beep in and kick you off the fucking internet, and you'd lose your shit. Remember so Star 69? Star yeah. Star 69.
0: Whoever thought that up. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I remember oh, when I came home man. and we had a touchstone phone for the first time. We had dial we, when, when I was a kid. So, you know, how, <laughs> you know how everybody has to dial what? Is it 10? I had to walk down to the end of the road to dial the phone. <laughs> hey, my cousin still had a party line when I was growing up any of you guys remember party lines yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. i had friends that had them when we were kids i don't think we had the party line but we still had the
4: recording like no no no. it was like
3: you called and everybody had the same phone number except the last digit was different it was the same like it went to one pole and went to all the houses so there'd be like six of them on the same number
0: yeah each house had a distinct ring. It would ring in all the houses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it yeah. was. Yep. One had like, you know, long, short, and then would have been short, long. And you could pick up. It was just like being in a house where you could pick up the other extension, except it was in your neighbor's house. And yeah. my, my and dad. there's one line out. Yes. And my dad and his uh, best friend used to play chess <laughs> over the phone when he was a kid and uh, on a party line. And he said the neighbors used to get so pissed off. So, <laughs> nice we used to dial five numbers to dial locally in my town. did you have that too brian if it was in the same exchange
3: you could uh you could just dial the last number of the exchange yeah yep
0: and now it's all 10 digits where i you know that just that just came in in the last five or six years even
3: i remember when they added another exchange to our area because they got so many phone numbers they filled up the one (laughs) so they had to put another one in that all happened with cell phones and that sort of thing.
2: Yep. Yeah. We, we got that. It was about 13 or 14 years ago. We got that. I think we had to start dialing the uh, prefix. Like the, the area code. Yep. We were always like the seven digits. So you had three, then the four. So you could get away with doing the seven total and be fine. But as soon as you put like that, you know, like your number in Tim, your full number. You had to go. That that was long distance.
3: What's
0: the country code for Canada? It's one. Is it the
3: same as yeah. the U.S.? Yeah, we all have it.
0: I don't know about yeah. Mexico, but Canada and the U.S. are all one. So I'm yeah, which is kind of. Is funny. that a metric one or a standard one? <laughs> um Well, when you convert it to metric, it's one point six. But uh,
1: yeah,
0: we just round down. We round things down in Canada. So we just, yeah, yeah, you know. You You round round it down from 0.6 to 1. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, see what I, right? Canadians, it makes sense. No doubt about it. That's
3: the metric rounding. It is, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. I, we make it easier for the Americans, so they, you know. You just go day. down
3: to the. You always go down to the number because you'd never hate to give somebody too much stuff. We have yeah. to apologize. That, that's why
0: our government's in such. a Sorry, torture. sorry. <laughs> it was supposed to be two. I gave you two. one point
3: six, but we only charged you for one because we wouldn't charge you for two because that would be charging you too much.
0: Sorry. We'll we'll make it up to you. <laughs> so
3: I
1: know now, we we're now talking piss today.
0: off. Now piss off. Yes. Goodbye now. What was your first cell phone, Nate? I know we were talking about Christmas, but you got talking about that. Anybody remember the very first time you had or seen a cell phone or whatever one you had?
2: Uh, Motorola. No, it was Nokia. Um, The old school brick Nokia phone. Yep. It was like blue with the LCD screen on it.
0: I had one of those.
4: Yep. How about you, Ken? Well, I remember dad first got a car phone. Yes. Connected to his horn. So we're out on the construction site. Everybody's up on the roof. Horn starts going off. And he's like, Kev, run for the phone. And down the ladder, (laughs) across to try to get it before they hang up.
0: (laughs) I never heard of that. That's kind of cool. Yeah,
4: that was awesome. Function four, and then it would blow the horn instead of the the ringer. (laughs) I think my first phone, I remember the Nokia. But my first phone, so in South Georgia, they actually – one of the first cell phone companies was a, their big thing was the touch to talk. I don't know if y'all had any next, of that. Uh, or y'all everybody the had a time. and you talk. Yeah. That was like that the was CD. Not, yep. Yeah. But it was yeah. over cell phone. So it had a cell phone number, but that was secondary. Like everybody touched to talk everything. And I don't remember what kind of phone it was, but that's what it was. You can thank ham radio operators for that function.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for making
0: me listen to that chirping all the fucking time. I really appreciate it. <laughs> it always seemed like all, all of my truck driver buddies all had that. They that That's how they kept up with each other for a lot of years. And my cousin who drove truck all the time, every time we'd be at family functions, you hear beep, beep. And then somebody would oh. start talking. So yeah. did you have like a two digit code that you dialed for different people? Or was it just, you were all on like a, like a Zello type thing? <sighs>
4: I mean, I, I think they all had the number programmed in somehow. Like, if yeah. you were contacts, it would just automatically connect to them. Okay. If you went into the – it wasn't Nextel, but it was one similar to it. I think Nextel bought them out then. Um, but, yeah, basically they had like a two- or three-digit code, and
0: it would go to them. It was <laughs> actually kind of cool in a, in a sense. I liked it.
4: I mean, it was a pretty it, novel idea when it came out. I, I thought it was great.
0: It was everywhere for – It seemed like two or three years, and then it just sort of disappeared.
4: Yeah,
2: I got a kick out of it. When Nextel got rid of it, Verizon picked it up. like, what the hell are you guys doing?
0: (laughs) How about you, Brian? Do you remember your first phone? Uh, Qualcomm. It was
3: flat. It was flat. It looked like a dick, kind of. It had (laughs) a big
0: uh, round top
3: and then a square body.
0: We had the old Motorola flip down lot. Oh, Star, the Star, what was it Starlink? Uh, the Star... Star Tech not, is what you're thinking. The Star, star, star tech, tech were about yay big and they flipped out. This one was like a, was a bigger one and it had a flip down mouthpiece and then you pulled up oh, the yeah, antenna. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And it had a, a green LCD readout. All it, yep. you know, all it showed was the numbers. You could just feel the brain cancer, you know, you're turning it's like... <laughs> but you know, it's funny, those old phones used to be able to go down to the wharf where I grew up and you could the the, yeah, the wharf, you know, that that's where the boats would come in, you know, the dock, 40,
1: the yeah, docks. Yeah, the wharf,
0: yeah, <laughs> it, it's the wharf when you fish off it, so when boats fish there, so anyway, it was uh, 40 miles, miles across the bay, and you could pick up on the old cell phones, you could pick up New Brunswick, easy, As soon as they switched to digital, all of a sudden you had about a quarter of the range, and you couldn't pick up across there at all anymore, it was the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. They were isolating you guys.
2: Mm-hmm. Eight,
0: eight, eight eight
3: eight
1: that was <laughs> yeah. probably
3: Justin Castro's plan the whole time. I think it was just
0: <laughs> old Justin Castro. Yep. <sighs> <sighs> Mr. Blackface. So yeah. So what do you guys do now for Christmas?
2: Uh let's see. We are we do Christmas Eve. Um we'll do uh homemade pizzas Christmas Eve. Ooh, yep. And then wake up in the morning. Girls will open up the presents here. And then we'll go over to Aaron's brother's house for dinner. How close is he? Like two and a half miles down the road. Nice. Okay. So it's not far at all. It used to be we'd go to about an hour away from where we lived. And then we have to go a half hour away from that. And this is all like eight or nine o'clock at night go make sure we hit all the family because if you don't, you're going to piss somebody off. Yeah. And doing this with two fucking kids, we were like, no, we're done. We're done with this shit. So we we now host pretty much Christmas and,
0: well, Christmas Eve. Once you have kids, you pretty much have to make that choice to host if you can because it gets, it's just too much for little kids. That's what we found too. We did the same thing. We used to go everywhere and then we're like, no, we're done. Cause you'd mm-hmm. go to other places and then people that sometimes some family members that say didn't have kids and they'd want you to come visit. And then, yeah, anyway, I get it. Totally. Yep.
4: We're pretty much Grinches. We don't do a whole lot of celebrating. Um, Carmel's family is in Virginia. So we'll around the holidays at some point, we go see them when everybody's home. And sometimes my family is together, but I've got a sister out in Idaho. And then my other sisters live about two hours away. So it's, the crap shoot if we can get together or not but this year I think we're gonna be the only ones at home so be just the two of us and we're gonna just relax and who knows get some work done on the house maybe
0: what about you guys Brian this is your first year full-time RVing.
3: um uh, Corey was like gonna to volunteer to work but it was a weekend so she didn't have to <laughs> like we're, it's just another day That's it always cool. really has been it's been um it's been a lot of family stuff for us since i've been in minnesota my family was all in new york uh so i just kind of did what uh, her family did and uh yeah it was a lot of driving and um you know it i saw a TikTok this year that really really summed it up in my opinion was two guys were sitting in the bar and the one guy hands the other guy a 20 dollar bill and he says merry christmas And uh, he says, well, thanks. Uh, And then he pulls a $20 bill out of his wallet, hands it back to him. He goes, ah, Merry Christmas to you too. And I'm like, that's what (laughs) I felt like anymore.
0: That I I felt that way, especially once gift cards became a thing. Yeah. because That's what it was. It was like, here you go. Here's money out of my pocket on a piece of plastic. Oh, guess what? I got you money out of my pocket on a piece of plastic as well. (laughs) And you also have spending
3: limits. So you're basically just, why why don't we just
0: buy our own shit? And that's, that's exactly what Aaron and I do.
3: Becky and I mm-hmm. too.
0: It's with kids. It's fun to get them shit and watch them open it. You know, I well, oh enjoy-
3: yeah, oh for sure. Like we spend we spend so much money on our. Um, so my sister's got uh, six year old twins, and oh. then my uh, my Corey's brother and and sister in law have uh, three and a one year old. So. We spend all our money on them, and we tell the adults. We're like, "Yeah, screw you." We're buying extra, extra shit for the kids, and they're all okay with it. So,
4: I thought you were gonna say you spend all your extra money on your dogs, right? At first, oh,
3: oh, Jesus! They got fuck, they got piles of toys here. Like they get, they get, fuck, they get Christmas presents from uh, Corey's parents, from Corey, from my parent. Like the dogs get Christmas Year round. Presents. Oh yeah, birthday presents, Christmas presents.
2: Well, the dogs. Today's the kids, Walter's so birthday, so it's all, it's all actually. Natural.
3: Is it how old Walter? Walter's three today, and uh, the, the other two turned two last week.
0: Oh well, happy birthday to the uh, the Lots Project babies. Yeah. Damn Christmas babies! So I came <laughs> home from blowing snow this morning, more like scraping <laughs> snow this morning, and I went into the living room, and Becky has a nice set of coaches in the living room that she bought last year. And Daisy took it upon herself to dig a head-sized hole in the arm of Becky's coach. Never done it before, ever. I don't know what that's about the size
3: of it. a quarter, right? You said head-sized
0: hole. She's got a big fucking head. So <laughs> she, she's the only the only non uh purebred Chihuahua. She's half purebred uh, half Chihuahua, half Pomeranian. So she's got all the Pomeranian in her, built like a brick shit house. So if
3: my dog put a whole a head size hole in a couch cushion or a chicken, <laughs> the whole arm would be gone.
0: Yes. And yeah. he'd probably eat it and poop it out. and Yeah. yeah.
3: That's really cute. Uh, two bites. <laughs> yep. So that I they got this weird thing they do. I So I take them down this, there's a path right outside our door that goes down to a couple other campsites. It's got like, it's got um, pine needles and leaves and everything. And I walk on it barefoot and, the dogs do this really weird thing. The two St. Bernards like bury themselves in the brush to take a shit. Like they walk, they walk head first as far as they can into like a bush (laughs) and shit. And then they, they can't back out because they just pooped. And I have to figure out how to get them to walk through a bush. And I'm usually (laughs) barefoot trying to walk through these bushes. And, and so, then they come out and they're, they're full of sticks and all sorts of shit. And I'm like, why? And we have a discussion every day. Like, <laughs> why do you insist on
0: trying
3: to take a shit?
0: Now, does the butt stick out me. so you can see their butt?
3: No, they try, to, I think they try to get off the path.
0: Okay. But they're well, just not they smart
3: involved. enough to they're not smart enough to wait till the opening. They just like try to walk straight into a bush. <laughs> just thinking about mom and dad they don't want to or at least walk
2: parallel to the path
3: well and then um, and then sometimes they start to poop off the path and then they they get it on the path and I have to remember where it is because I walk barefoot on the path (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna deny that there's been more than one occasion where I've I've missed
0: (laughs) or hit
3: depending on which way though
0: it's actually easier to clean that stuff off a barefoot than it is to clean it off the sole of a shoe well yeah
3: and it's all sandy around here and everything so i just kind of yeah it, it it works um as long as you don't get it in your toes in between your toes oh yeah i suppose
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is what everybody pays their their admission for to come in and hear about how to clean dog shit out between your toes <laughs> <laughs> sand, hey y'all
4: ever grow up on a farm yeah right no Cal-pies in the winter time are the best thing for keeping your feet warm <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Just saying. I remember one time my cousin was walking in front of me in the cow pasture, and he stepped down in a wet, squishy cow patty, and it squirted right back all over me. Oh, man. That was a good day.
3: When I was a kid, I was riding behind my friend on his bike, and uh, it threw some dog crap up in my mouth, and I remembered I had poo in my mouth, and I was, like, mortified. (laughs) i don't even under, yeah it, fair enough
0: i <laughs> yeah um i don't even know where to go from that i'm speechless <laughs> it's pretty rare day when uh, i'm speechless so there you go oh remind me of a scene from uh, Step Brothers uh, where they uh, held held him down and made him lick the white dog shit yeah yeah so how about new year's what do you guys do for new year's anything I
3: worked for over a decade on New Year's and it was the most horrific fucking night ever. It was like mandatory bartender night and it was the worst fucking night to work in the world. Like every single person that went out to drink one night a year came out on New Year's and got all fucking shit faced and was the most annoying piece of shit you'd ever meet. (laughs) You really want to know how I feel? I can go further, but uh, yeah, keep going. I want to hear it. (laughs)
4: Uh, what's your best story drunk- from New Year's yeah. night?
3: Yeah. What's that? Oh, just. so. What's oh. your best story? <laughs> uh, just aggravating. Like, I was usually so drunk behind the bar because the people on the other side of the bar were so obnoxious. Like the people that went out to drink one night a year would go out and they expect everything for free all night because it was new. It's New Year's Eve. Aren't you going to give us free
0: shots? I'm like, it's fucking Tuesday, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Who expects free shots on New Year's? How in the hell? People that
3: come out to drink one night a year.
0: Mm -hmm. I suppose.
3: Wow. Oh, God, it was horrible. And then at midnight, they would just blast champagne. They'd leave you zero, zero tips. And you're busier. Like I would, I would be eight times busier than any night of the whole year on New Year's Eve, and make a quarter of the fucking money
0: because people didn't understand how bars. Oh, because or... they bought
3: a fifty dollars ticket to get in, and it covered everything, and not the tip for the bartender. Or Ooh. I mean, it was the most demanding, uh, petty people that it was like when they did the smoking ban, um, and the people all came into the bars that wouldn't come because there was cigarette smoke. Like those are the fucking people I don't want in there anyway, because they were so useless that they wouldn't come in because somebody was smoking a cigarette in a highly ventilated building.
0: That's Mm -hmm. funny.
3: So like the person that's not willing to do that, to come in there because it's a bar um, and there's a cigarette smoker in there, uh, isn't going to leave me a $5 tip on a couple drinks. They're going to come in and uh, be like, Oh, here's a shiny fucking nickel for all your time, kid. (laughs) go fuck yourself. I'd rather have the guy smoking 6 packs of cigarettes drinking 7 beers and get, and la- laying me a dollar every time he gets one. Like, I don't care. I get lung cancer, he gets lung cancer, we all get lung cancer. It is what it is.
0: You got the money to pay your bills along the way. Yeah, at least I'm getting enough to pay insurance. So what what is the key if you want um good service from a bartender? How do you do it? Totally Dead. a fucking idiot. I- how are you a how do you become or how are what makes a good customer at a bar or a good patron at a bar? Uh understand how
3: busy the bartender is. Like if he's like swamped, don't try to have a conversation with him. Don't try to like be his buddy. If uh, it's slow, the guys stand there trying to chat and have a conversation with him. Um, and you know, every time you get a drink. Yep. So,
0: or at least the first one, I was going to say, does it help to give a big tip on the first one and then just a small tip every time after that? Or does it really matter?
3: Or do you remember? I, mean, I was—I got pretty good at reading people like after 10 years of doing it, like I could tell you how, how you were going to tip me before you did usually. And just what like makes really,
0: What makes a really bad customer at a bar?
3: fucking needy. Anybody that orders a frozen drink.
1: Oh. <laughs>
3: Did you guys even make those? I don't know. Our blender was broken all the time. It was probably because it was unplugged.
0: That's the same <laughs> goddamn shit McDonald's plays. Like, can I have, have milk we, no, we had
3: the worst maintenance team in the world. Our fucking... Our, uh, our blenders and our cappuccino machines were always broken. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we used, to, we used to sit there at night and when you'd work in a busy place. And uh, so I worked at GameWorks for quite a while. Uh, it's kind of like Game Busters. I think they actually went out of business, but it was similar adult arcade. <laughs> and so they had um specialty menu i mean you can only imagine like if you've been to one of these places they have these drinks that are all like oh. you know 16 different colors and this or that and frozen drinks and chocolate teenies and all this shit so every year they used to have or every quarter they'd have a drink baking contest well i went to multiple classes on liquor uh taste interaction and things like that how to build drinks like how to actually be a bartender not uh like how to pour a beer and so i won these contests all the time but there was always these fucking frozen drinks on them and so no doubt it would be uh, i worked down there when the timberwolves were really good and they were like in the playoffs and so we were right across this the 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 block from the arena so like before the games and after the games it was just balls to the wall like customers as far as you could see and some jackass would order a fucking daiquiri and you'd have to go over there and hit the fucking button on that blender and it was like bah. (laughs) <laughs> and you could look Like within a minute You could look over at the printer Where the fucking servers Would put their drinks in And they would spit out And you'd have to make them Every fucking table in that place Was going hey can I get a frozen drink Can I get a frozen oh, drink Can I get a frozen yeah. drink As soon as they heard that thing go off <laughs> Every bartender in that building If somebody asked for a frozen drink would be like yeah dude that thing's broken hasn't worked in weeks like <laughs> <laughs> some server would bring one in and the whole thing would just let loose
0: was that when christian leitner was playing for the timberwolves Do
3: you remember uh no latrell, latrell spreewell uh i had him as a customer quite often uh him and his 12 kids that he couldn't afford to take to game Wars. i remember
0: that yep
3: oh uh, it was awesome he uh he would come in with his kids with his kids um and he would go and hide behind the video games and i would just like feed him drinks because he didn't want to be like walking around because he was like him kevin garnett they would all come in um and they would just try to hide but the dude's like seven fucking foot tall <laughs> dude. like come on not gonna <laughs> um, hide Zig- too well <laughs> yeah ziggy wolf used to come in and hang out with me all the time he'd bring his granddaughter in the guy that owned the vikings um he'd bring his granddaughter in to play games and he'd just like sit at the bar with me on saturday afternoon and bullshit uh he was super cool um the vikings they were a bunch of fucking tools like they would come in and uh think you you owed them free drinks um and i would just i would inform them that i was a bills fan and not a vikings fan and they could (laughs) um Twins players were really cool. Baseball players are really cool. Uh, usually really generous and nice guys and just don't even want to be recognized. So they're, they're cool customers.
0: You ever meet Kirby Puckett?
3: <laughs> um, not while I was working.
0: Okay. That's cool.
3: cool. I sat, sat next to him in a bar, um, oh. which he, he liked to frequent and um, I'm pretty sure he had, he got in trouble there in Minneapolis for, um, some women in bar restrooms or something.
0: <laughs> One of the best hitters of all time, I think, but What was yep, your favorite He was
3: trying drink? to hit it, all right.
0: I uh, I know we weren't going to turn this into a bar episode. What was your favorite drink to make, Brian? Beer. Fair, like on tap or a bottle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh I I was uh, I was a bottle flipper, man. I uh, I did all that really? shit, um, juggling glasses and bottles. And uh, I think my favorite was uh, when somebody would order five or six of the same shot and doing like the big rainbow pour on the on the glasses. Um, I think cool. that turned out to be my favorite thing. Or um, I was a big cigar guy. Uh, and that was a big thing where I was upset that they banned smoking because i was a big proponent of with Graham yarnay on fire um rolling rolling the cigar tip in the in the burn gram yarnay and then serving them a nice bourbon like smoked with the with the uh wick of the the burning um fire wick so yeah i was i was like a high-end show bartender at a couple places Uh, made a lot of good tips just entertaining people with conversation and little quips and things like that so that was my deal
0: anybody else cigar guy i know yeah joel from uh fortress canine's a big cigar guy and oh yeah every time i hang out with him i'm like man I almost should become a cigar guy i just love the smell of it you know i but- was more i was more a presenter
3: of the like um setting them up to enjoy a good, cigar, a good whiskey or urban and then light it for them with the uh, liqueur and stuff so i didn't i didn't necessarily smoke them all that much but um i had a lot of customers that did if you treated them right and you paired something nice with the smell of the cigar, like I got to where I could, I could smell a cigar and, and taste what I should serve them because I drank all the bourbons. <laughs> that's cool. So,
0: it's that's all. You're cigar guy, mate. Yep. How, how does one pick a good cigar?
2: Gotta try a whole bunch.
0: Is that what it is? Just kind of <laughs> yeah. like bourbon. Try yeah, I mean, you gotta find
2: bunch. find what you like. Um, a lot of mine are uh, Macanudos, I think. Okay. They're, where the dark ones are, I can never remember what those things are called. It has probably been...
3: Dog turds. <laughs> <You> no. <know.
2: laughs> it has probably been over a year since I've had a cigar. Um, We don't have any shops near us. COVID has pretty much closed everybody down. You can't go sit in one anymore. So,
0: And I don't have a humidor here. Right. So. You can at all or no? No, no, I don't. Nope. What about a pipe? Any of you guys ever try smoking a pipe before? Never tried that. <laughs> With what in it? Well, okay. <laughs> a tobacco pipe. Because when I was a kid, my dad yeah, that's all we bought was tobacco <laughs> water pipes. Yeah, oh yeah, right. Yeah, we just made them ourselves.
3: I would. Ne- I would never put anything in it that was illegal.
0: No, oh, not any hash or anything like that at all.
3: Oh. Um, I've, I've had many pipes in my life. I've, uh, I used to roll my own cigarettes with pipe tobacco. Really? How was that?
0: Fucking great. I bet it was. That actually sounds really good. And cheaper. I, yeah. I haven't smoked since I was 14 and which, yeah, that, that's pretty funny to say, but even when, when, even to this day, if I'm outdoors and I smell a cigarette on a nice kind of cool, crisp day. It smells like the most glorious thing in the world, and it cannot be yeah. a good thing. I've uh, I've often
3: contemplated uh, grabbing like a tobacco and a thing of rolling papers and just having them around. Like you can't hand roll enough to make it super bad for you, right? Uh, right. We used to we used to use a machine and like pound out like we would. Yeah, smoke, but... We smoked, yeah, we smoked enough cigarettes like we were uh, buying them in the store, but. If you pick up a hand pouch and a and a pack of rolling papers, and every once in a while you go out and sit down and roll a cigarette and smoke a cigarette, um, yeah, that's that's kind of different. I don't think I don't call you a smoker at that
0: point. You're like enjoying a smoke, and that's like anything, right? You know, I think anything if you do it in moderation, it's not a big deal. But if you you know smoke two packs a day for thirty years, well, that's probably a different story, right? Well, uh, it depends on what year it was. Well, I suppose, if, if, are we talking about Mad
3: Men days or modern times? Well, I, that was like my grandma, and I mean, she was just normal when she died. Like, she didn't back camel filters for uh, years <laughs> and years. Do
0: you guys remember the old days when people used to roll their own cigarettes mm-hmm. at the machine? you tap it all down in, yeah. and... I, sh- I did it for a, lo- a long time. Did you... You were a smoker, Nate? Yep.
2: Yeah, I'd still... Yeah. On and off. Um, I have one or two every once in a while, but not often.
3: For years yeah, I'll oh, go ahead and with a hand machine and an electric machine for a long time. It saved us a shitload of money. I've never seen an electric
0: machine. How do they
3: work? Same thing. you, uh, you basically pack it in the little pouch or the little opening and instead of pulling a handle, you just hit a button and it it kind of spins it and pushes it into mm. the, the paper.
0: So do you guys ever, I don't know for those who were smokers, but in in junior high, I used to get a bunch of cigarettes off my buddy Jason and his dad would hand roll. And do you ever remember, you know, the the hand rolled cigarettes were always looser than the store bought ones. Um, So what would happen a lot of times is the end of the paper, the tobacco would fall out. So you kind of twist it over so no more would fall out. Right. So and of course, on a windy day, I had my, do you guys remember those starter jackets that we all used to wear? The pullover I had an Orlando magic starter jacket and I used to open it up like this I'd go down inside and light my cigarette well it was one of those where the tobacco had fallen out of the the tip of it and so the paper was sticking out it flared up and it fucking come up and burnt all my eyelashes <laughs> off. All <the> one <laughs> I thought I was fucking blind for a minute and I I don't even remember what bullshit I made up to tell mom but I was like she's like where'd your eyelashes go I can't remember what I told her but I just remember thinking, "Yep, I just burnt my retina out, or something," and all it was, I just burnt all my eyelashes off in one eyeball.
3: <laughs> you know why parliaments have those uh, have those um, the blank filter in the back, like the opening. You ever smoked a parliament cigarette? Yep. No. They got like remember. a hollow cavity in the back, and they used to like. I heard a story when I was a kid. My old man told me that's like where the gunners and uh, gunners in the war would hold them, and they'd like white down on or... it so yep. hold it between their teeth or their lips um, and then i did a little research and i think it was because there was a charcoal filter and that you weren't supposed to touch your lips against it so there was like a cavity there so you didn't like put your lips against the charcoal filter
0: huh things, things you didn't need to know about cigarettes what brand <laughs> did you say they were parliament Par- parliament okay we don't have any of the american brands up here it's all canadian
3: but you still have those flat big packs i used to love going to get canadian cigarettes when we were when i was in buffalo
0: like long and skinny uh
3: like yeah ours ours are like short yeah um and then yours were like more um not as wide it was like two cigarettes deep and longer. 25
0: yep 25 packs we so if, 25 packs that's what it was in high school we used to go there's a guy named shane like everybody had one guy in high school who was way older than he was supposed to be he was like 19 and in grade 10 had I mean, that guy that was 21 in our senior class right so <laughs> in, where i grew up you had to be 19 to buy cigarettes so he would go over to vicky's convenience store across the street and every day at lunchtime he would take the order from all of us 14 year olds right so he'd go in and he'd, he'd buy yeah like three three packs what did we call them they're uh so, we had their standard cigarettes and then their king size. That's it. We had king size, so regular and king size. So, if you went and bought a regular 20 pack, it was four bucks. And if you bought a 25 pack of king size, they were five bucks back then. So, you'd all give him his money and he would get to keep the change. So, he'd go in and he'd, he'd walk into Vicky's convenience store and be like, All right, I need three packs of DeMaurier, four packs of uh, 420 packs of Players Light, and I need uh, three, three, uh, three king size packs of Players Standard. <laughs> And he'd come out, he'd step out the door. And as he'd step out, he'd be handing all these cigarettes to all these 14-year-old kids. <laughs> and, oh, my God. It was so funny. And you knew, you know, I still know Vicky. And back in the day, you knew that she knew what everybody, what he was buying them for. But mm. whatever. Didn't matter.
3: Um, we had a guy that would buy us beer when we were in high school. Um, and he used to just stand out like every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. He would just stand outside the liquor store. <laughs> right well
0: this is totally not a christmas episode but since we're gonna ask why don't we all go around and tell the first time we ever remember getting drunk or first time we were ever uh drinking oh that sounds fun doesn't it nate do you remember <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> oh, come on. All right. Do you want me to go first?
3: All right. Do we have uh, to remember it or can we Yeah, be told? I, See, the problem
2: is I don't remember most of it.
0: <laughs> you can you can share what other people told you. That's fine.
2: Um, I remember it was New Year's maybe. I was over at Buddy's house. Um, but the big one I remember was uh, one of my friends who passed away in high school at the night of his wake. Oh. We all went over to a buddy's house and we got fucked up. I mean, just constant drinking. We um, were probably fifteen, I think, mm-hmm. and it was you know like one last hurrah for him, and that was uh, one of the one of the only nights I ever got picked up by the police. <laughs> Curfew violation going to get smokes at the store. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all had in my province, there was a $395 underage drinking fine. And if you ever got caught for it, your parents had to pay for it. that in the mid 90s. Fuck, $395 is a lot of money. That's still a lot of money, really. But yeah, so we, if you ever got caught for underage drinking, your parents got a $395 fine. So I don't know why I remember that
4: how many times did your parents have to pay
0: it they never I never got caught let's put it never that got way. caught
4: <laughs> I never
0: how about got you caught Ken? enough to get turned in that yes exactly how about you Ken did I, you ever drink underage
4: I n- no I don't I don't remember ever drinking underage and I've never been like toasted drunk yes sir uh, uh birthday parties I mean i've I've had too much but never like where i couldn't remember anything or nothing like that but i i reach a certain point and i'm i'm done i i've never wanted to go that far so
0: i i I get you i was i never once in all my life never puked from drinking and i drank a lot like a lot but i could always tell when i was getting close i'm like nope i'm good i just puked rally what's that brian i just puked rally oh and then keep going.
3: Well, you got to rinse your mouth out somehow, right? Do you
0: remember your first time, Brian? Um,
3: I do remember. Tom, I remember. I remember <laughs> a time the first that I remember drinking. I also have been told stories of uh, when I started drinking. Um, my grandfather uh, would never drink the bottom three inches of his beer. Not like the ass of his beer, like the bottom three inches. And so he would drink and then he would set the bottle on the floor next to his recliner and he would keep them there. And at the end of the night, he would take them and put them in the kitchen. Uh, My grandma found me at like two, three years old sitting behind my grandfather's chair, finishing off his beers um, (laughs) on more than one occasion. (laughs) So I would, I would, he would, he would just be sitting there watching TV, and I would sneak behind his chair, and I would just sit back there in my diaper and finish the beers. Um, (laughs) Yeah, not not once, but multiple times.
0: (laughs) I remember. uh, Uh, First
3: time I remember drinking underage. Yeah. Probably, I was probably like fourteen. No, probably (laughs) yeah, thirteen. I was working at the country club doing like um, the desk at night, people getting greens fees and things and parking carts and washing shit like that. And uh, the bartender was um, just like a piece of shit, like always on the phone with her boyfriend and stuff. So I would just go and like pour myself fucking drinks behind the bar and drink <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. There was nobody there. Like there was nobody sitting at the bar. It was like a weeknight at like a country club. There was nobody around. So I would just go and like, I didn't know how much to put in a drink at 14. Um, oh, sure. I used to get the most wicked. Like I was always like, oh, Captain Morgan spiced rum. That sounds good. Um, spiced rum. So I would pour like three quarters of a glass of Captain Morgan and oh. then a little, a little soda on top. And then I was always afraid of getting caught So I would like chug it. And then I would just get the, like, worst gut ache. And I'd be outside, like, laying in the golf carts, like, wanting to vomit. But I couldn't because then they knew I was drinking on, on the job. <laughs>
0: oh, fuck. Well, yeah. So we were 14 and I had a good buddy named Carl. So everybody has one one friend whose parents was cool, you know. Oh, yeah, I had, I had a couple of them, unfortunately. Same here. <laughs> his mom would buy whatever we asked. So we we uh we bought a two-four of Labatt Blue, and um we knew we wouldn't be able to drink it all. So we took like 16 or 18 of them. We packed them in our book bags, and then so we had this log cabin we built as a camp behind my house, and we dug a hole in the in, underneath of it and put a five gallon bucket in it. You know, so you could store stuff in it. So that's where we kept our beer and we would drink it. Anyway, we, uh, we had to walk the long way around so that mom wouldn't see us going into the camp. And Danny slipped and fell on like a knot or a stump or something, my best friend. And half the bottles of beer in his backpack broke. So we, we were at our friend Lynn's house and he put it in her washing machine. And when her mom came back, she wondered why there was brown glass all through the washing machine. <laughs> So we had to think quick, and Lynn's like, oh, Danny just collects sea glass. And he he washed his book bag here, and he had a whole bunch of sand glass in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope we were close to the ocean. Oh, we were. Oh, yeah, right on the ocean. But the first time we ever got drunk was, Do you guys have Russian Prince Vodka or Prince Russian Vodka down there? Mm-hmm. You ever seen that? Not that I remember. We- it is like the nastiest, grossest, bottom of the barrel fucking vodka you could ever buy. Just imagine we, any vodka that has an
3: animal in the name. It'd be like yeah. white bear, golden eagle, anything like that. Anything with a an animal in the name, you're you're looking rail and gray really goose.
0: So we gray <laughs> okay
3: goose is okay.
0: <laughs> we figured we were gonna get hammered, and we did. But we each bought a half pint, like you know the little. What I don't even remember what they're they're what's a pint 500 mil. So it was like, you know, the skinny version. Yeah. It was so it was a half a pint and we sat down and we each got one and we drank the whole thing that night and hung over like nobody's been, I mean, we were 14. I'd never drank before in my life, drank it all. And I remember going home just sick as a dog and mom never asked any questions and I just went to bed and I lied through my teeth like, Oh, I ate something bad and I slept all day the next day. And yeah, that, Oh I think so, but the only time I was ever actually hung over was from a fucking little half pint of Prince Russian vodka. Because I was you always say, the guy... Oh, go ahead, Brian. you say that was a New Year's? No, it was
3: just... Oh, some, man. I, I did something similar on a New Year's Eve. I heard
0: Country Club. I heard Country Club. I heard a
3: little bit. Well, I, I got somebody to buy me a bottle of walked around town drinking it out of the bottle <laughs> with, a friend who also, with, with a friend who also had one and um yeah we we saw
0: it twice let's just say that um <laughs> i remember walking across the front lawn of my high school i was 14 again and jason taylor he's like hey you want a beer i'm like that guy sounds like a bad influence he was a bad influence he's like hey you want a beer and he pulls a fucking beer bottle out of his backpack no wonder the dude's still a functioning alcoholic anyway and he's like so we're walking across the front lawn of the high school drinking out of a fucking beer bottle and i'm thinking yeah hopefully my kids don't watch this episode but you know dad you did it (laughs) i sure did i drank a lot at christmas too so were you ever, uh, so like like I said, I haven't smoked regular since it was about 14, but if you get me, if you get enough liquor in me, I can sit down and smoke cigarettes like I'm a fucking chain smoker in. You that that's, way, Brian, or can you be? Or you too, Nate? That's yeah. my crotch is as
2: soon as I start drinking.
3: Oh, yeah. 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 If I'm around it, that doesn't help. Like being, mm-hmm. being here with Corey and being alone, the dogs don't smoke, so that's good.
0: Walter's not a bad influence on you?
3: No, Walter Walter gave it up after at his first birthday. He he was good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Every time I go in the living room, maze, he's like, hey, Dad, you want to smoke? I'm like, fuck you. She's always, always a bitch, that thing. Always.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I
3: oh, yeah, say- yeah. So I had a German Shepherd. Um, so Corey and I, when we had German Shepherd together, uh, we wouldn't smoke in the house. We'd always go outside to smoke. Even though both of us smoked, we were like, oh, yeah, we have to go suffer outside in fucking Minnesota and smoke outside. Uh, even though we're we're going to quit, because that's how we're going to quit, is we're going to suffer. Make yeah. yourself miserable um, enough. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we had this German Shepherd, and he picked up on the fact that, like, um, I would say, hey, Corey, do you want to go smoke? And the dog would hear that and, like, freak out and get excited to go outside and run around. And so Fair we enough. used to start having code words. For going out and having a cigarette. We'd be like, hey, do you want to go see the turnips? And stuff like that. And you'd he'd say the random thing. Me. And he'd pick up on it. Like <laughs> You'd come up with a new thing. <laughs> and after like three or four days, the dog's like, hey, do you want to go have some turnips? And the dog's like bolting to the door like he's going to go outside. I'm like,
0: <laughs> I want to see the turnips, Dad. I want to see the turnips. <laughs> <sighs> oh, shit. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know that. I think they pick up a lot
4: on tone and all of that too. Like you can say the meanest thing to a dog. If you say it in a nice tone, they're just like all loving and they, they know exactly what it is. That you normally
0: Aren't say. you the ugliest little bitch I've ever seen? Oh, I do that. Oh, I do yeah, that shit yeah. to my guys
3: all the time. Like they'll they'll like shake their head and a piece of slobber will hit me in the side of the head, and I'll just be like, You son of a bitch, you little son of a bitch, I hate your fucking guts.
0: And they're like, oh, I love you, Dennis. And they're so wagging their tail, all happy. <laughs> do you guys have a dog, Nate? I don't know if I've ever asked.
2: No, we have a three legged cat. Right, tripod. Yes. Yeah, Timber. Timber. Timber.
0: <laughs> timber. How about you, Ken? Are you a dog guy or no? Dog guy, yes,
4: all the way. Got what do the, you have? three golden retrievers currently.
0: Yes. Uh, sir. Hey, you got cats
3: too. Yeah. Don't forget. We do
4: have cats. Yeah, we had three. One got run over on the road. So, which one the other uh the the orange one kind of the uglier one
3: that's the one, one i watched pretty... lick himself i think
4: <laughs> probably they all do <laughs> uh not not the pretty fluffy one but it was it was the other one but um oh yeah oh, they, the they think they own one. the place
0: Can't they all in the that.
4: house and, oh man <laughs>
0: Man, I think I uh, mixed that old-fashioned a little strong tonight. It was a, a, a good mix, <laughs> <early, laughs> let's put it that way. So what's anybody? Yeah. We've been an hour and five minutes already. This has been a good episode. People tuned in to hear about our Christmas uh, our Christmas plans and Christmas traditions, and they're going to end up hearing about all our underage drinking exploits. So it'll be good. Change uh, your face. Pretty sure the statute of limitations has passed on all that stuff, so. Yep. And I was about to say I think Brian passed out, but I think his stream just froze for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's glitching. So what do you guys got let's start let's go around the horn here with Nate. What do you got coming up Nate? What do you got planned before Christmas and what do you guys uh, got going on?
2: My birthday next weekend. Um Nice. Then, uh, Sunday uh 38. Okay. Uh and then uh Sunday I'm going live with you. We're going to do a little bit of Ham Radio
0: i don't have any alcohol left but i have some ice yeah i
2: don't either so we'll have to uh well, there's a little drop. Two drops <laughs> um and then uh this week's let's see yeah you will coming up my birthday live stream with you and then uh christmas itself yes yeah, it's christmas
4: is coming quick
0: i'm yeah. looking forward to it how um, about you ken you still got some work lined up or are you kind of taking it a little easy
4: uh i'm gonna try to take it easy i got way too much work lined up and i keep telling people i can get to it oh maybe middle of january end of january (laughs) it's like five jobs i've told people i can do that so hopefully they don't all come through um before the end of the year i always like to take the last couple weeks of the year and kind of project what i think i'll be able to get done the following year so i'm hoping to be able to take between christmas and new year and do some of the goal setting and kind of projecting out and hopefully get a lot of siding done on my house so i've got lumber here to build a deck and the siding's supposed to get here tomorrow and my mini split units are coming in tomorrow and oh are you i'm gonna try to i have never done it before so i'm
0: gonna give it a go i'd like to yeah i mean whatever if you video it or whatever i'd like to hear about it because that yeah that's kind of cool i'd like, are you going to do the, is it an electrical mini? Yeah. Electrical mini. Yeah, spark, right? it is.
4: Yeah. Yep. They come pre-charged. So, I mean, basically all I got to do is connect the copper line. Um, You order the right length and hopefully it won't be too hard. I'm going to get You're gonna it go and,
0: wired in yourself too.
4: Uh, my father-in-law has been, been helping me with the wiring. So okay. I got to, I do have to run those wires yet though. So he lives in Virginia. So it's like, I can get them every couple of months. hook will come over and help with some stuff for a few and doesn't quite get it done, but we're getting there. Nice. But, yeah.
0: I, I went, I hooked up the, well, I hooked up the, the electric stove. We got the electrical done at the daycare and I hooked up the um, electric stove for the girls the other day, had to cut out countertop, shorten it and put the piece back in.
3: And then you I went to hook up again. the dryer,
0: turn the dryer on. As soon as I turned it on, pop the breaker so I called my electrician. He's like, Oh yeah. He said there was a problem in there. He said, I'll come back. Anyway, when he put the box in, he put a screw through one of the wires. So it shorted it out. So I was like, all right. I I just think it's so funny because you know, if we did that, everybody'd be like, man, what an idiot. You're going to burn your house down, but electrician does it like now I'll just come and fix it. Okay. (laughs) Sure. But he's the guy. So the office that we're turning into three more bathrooms upstairs, he's like, there, there was a false floor, but a five foot or five inch uh, raised false floor where the office was. And I told Becky, I said, I'll haul it out so we don't have to put a wheelchair ramp into the bathroom. She's like, oh no, the electrician said there's no floor under there. He said, it's just uh floor joists. So I left it. So the plumber showed up today to start roughing in the bathrooms for me. And there's a fucking floor underneath the false floor. So I don't know what the electrician was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. How about you, Mr. Lots Project? What do you got going on?
3: Uh, all sorts of shit, um, about fourteen different things. Uh, <laughs> got a podcast every uh, Monday through Friday morning. Uh, you do just a started a Monday. I do a podcast, yeah. Um, Fuck, just, okay. just started. Okay, just started. Good for you. Uh, and um, interviews. Uh, wait, I started a show on Monday nights at six um that's gonna be every week i'm gonna do something uh like last night was 15 things we've learned since we've been on the road but i started booking uh live interviews so those will be on monday night if i don't have one booked i will do one of my um yeah lists or something and then i joined up uh uh there's a fly sorry it's like buzzing (laughs) in front of my face um I signed up for a service that is kind of hooking me up with uh, podcast guests, and I have a shitload lined up, but they're all during the day, so I'm going to do pre-records, and I think I'm going to release those on Thursday night, starting in January, so what I'll kind do it of before. Subject- oh, go ahead, sorry.
0: No, 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 go ahead. I'll do a What it kind of subject matter expert, expert are you? Are are the are the people that you're interviewing? What are they going to be coming on to talk um, about? all across the board, there's a lot of uh
3: there's a lot of life coaches and uh, financial gurus and everything on there, but I've been really digging into the profiles. Uh one of the live ones I have coming on is a uh, Yogi uh, that uh, has had a pretty crazy uh, backstory, but he is really He's developed a new system of uh, yoga that you don't do stretching, uh, that he's saying the stretching muscles is bad, and uh, using a different method that he has developed is better. Uh, so I'm going to talk to him. Uh, I got some crypto people coming on. I got a digital nomad coming on that uh, does voiceover work for a living and has uh, has a podcast that he makes uh, significant money off of. Uh, I have a, a podcast coach coming on. Um, overcoming fear i mean all sorts of different stuff so i got six in the six in the bag for pre-records and uh one live uh booked already in the last week or so so lots of recording on the pre-records they're going to be going uh hot and heavy here over the next couple weeks but uh yeah get them in the bag and have them ready
4: on the pre-records, will you video record those and, and release yep. those as a premiere? Or?
3: Yep, that's what the plan is. I'm going to do them uh, probably the hour before Tim goes live on Thursday and uh, hang out in the oh. chat because Corey and I have, like, date night on Thursday. And I was like, hey, if we're just hanging out uh, watching crap on Amazon, do you mind watching my interview for an hour and I can hang out in the chat? She's like, yeah, I guess that'd be okay. So... Uh, <laughs> We'll do uh, we'll do a premiere release and then um, schedule the audio to be released at the end whenever it, like an hour later or whatever.
0: Nice, cool. That's cool. I you know what I think is cool is how everybody, everybody on here has podcasts, and we all come from the same, you know, we're all kind of freedom minded, you know, um, anarchist, that sort of thing, but we all have kind of branched into our own kind of niche, you know. And I think that's really cool I, I think you know we're just happen to be anarchists who are interested in a whole bunch of other shit that we want to talk about and i like that you know it doesn't have to be all just prepping and you know freedom and anarch which a great thing that's
3: that's right. my big goal uh in 2023 is to broaden out outside of the of the kind of the prepping self-sufficiency uh homesteading uh because i've transitioned in my life i mean yeah that's all a big part of my life still but uh, I've really entered into a different thing uh, with the the traveling and the nomad life and uh, full time RVing and things like that. So
0: it, I'm like it, you know. For what it's worth, I mean, I, I took a chance and started doing some of them kind of foolish movie list episodes because I'm passionate about movies. Always enjoyed it, and I'm like, if this is going to be my outlet, I need to do it. And those are some of the most well received, best episodes that I do. Some of the most off the wall, oddball stuff, people just really take to it. So take a chance and try something. And it's kind of fun. I'm glad.
4: Hey Brian, if you're looking for a
0: good interview. Oh, we lost. Yep, go ahead, Ken.
4: I was gonna say you should you should reach out to Miles Wakeham from the Unconstrained podcast. He's an Australian I'm, guy that's done some pretty I cool got stuff. You should chat with
3: him. You got him booked? I already got him booked.
4: Nice. He's he's a pretty cool dude. I had him on several months back. He's he's pretty cool. I like him.
3: His last what was his last name?
4: Wakeham, Miles Wakeham.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already got him booked.
4: Nice. I thought cool. I
3: thought his profile was pretty sweet for sure. Yeah,
4: yeah. He's he's got a he's got pretty cool community of his own going on too. So it's I haven't I I listen to his podcast every now and then, but I I, I liked having him on.
3: Yeah, he seemed uh chatting with him, booking it was uh yeah. There's some guys like this the guy the, the yogi that wants to come on live when he when he reached out his introduction email, I just wrote back and said, Sold, I'll have you on just for what you just wrote. I said I don't need I don't I don't need to look at your profile, I don't need to look at anything else. You just you just nailed it right there and he's like, Oh thanks, man, but if you want to check out my profile, you can <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we booked a time and I'm guessing it seems like chatting with him and looking at his profile, it'll probably be one of those things that'll end up going two or three separate episodes. Um, so that's, that's cool.
0: I was getting kind of backed up with a whole bunch of people I wanted to interview. So I opened up my, you got, Ken, you, you hooked me up with Colander or however you pronounce that, whatever.
4: Colander. No, yeah. Colander. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that is anybody. Want,
0: yeah. And it's free. And it works great. And so I I was only booking Sunday uh, interviews and I, I had a bunch of people. So I opened it up to Thursday and Saturday. And I this week I've got three interviews. So I got Chuck Peoples coming on on Thursday, talking about first aid and a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Nate, are you, you're on Sunday, aren't you? Yep, Sunday the 18th. Yep, Nate's coming on on Sunday. Anybody want to guess what we're going to talk about?
2: Radio, so I thought Good I'd throw it out there. And, no
0: <laughs> <guesses>.
1: <laughs> <Yep. Fork. laughs> and I've got uh, on Saturday, I've got
0: Aiden Tate from The Last American on the Prepper Broadcast Network. He's coming on. What that that dude is smart. I, I met him at Prepper Camp. Aiden Tate's not his real name. It's like um, you know, he, he has a content creator name. I don't know his real name, whatever. And uh, so I was on his show last week and he's coming on my show this week. So it should be pretty fun. I'm looking forward to it. And he's a dude that He's one of them guys that has um, interest in everything and knows something about everything. So he's a lot of fun to chat with. And um, I was on the Cold War Prepper last night on his live stream. A really cool dude. I don't know if any of you remember when I had Apartment Prepper on, but she introduced me to him. And he was just, uh, man, he's a cool dude. I think he said he was about 70. So he grew up during the Cold War. He had a neighbor who built a bomb shelter. He was in the military right through the first uh Gulf war then got out and worked in you know the, the real world whatever you want to call it you know uh the commercial world afterwards and just a really cool dude and smart and again another one of them into everything kind of a modern renaissance man a fun guy to talk to so well let's go how around long do you think we could do a, a live stream how long yeah like, are we we thinking about doing like some kind of challenge or something to see how long we could go? Well, that's what I'm
3: thinking. Like, tag team, you could uh, tag in, you could just start a stream and have people in and out. And how long do you think we could go? How long do you think we could get enough people? How long do you think we could consecutively live stream?
0: Oh, I think we could do 24 hours. I have no oh, doubt. Oh, fuck, dude. I want to 36. Like- easy. A- oh, okay. <laughs> over, oh,
2: over one of the ham radio contests? No problem
0: that would be fun it'd be so if we if we had like 24 oh wait no if we had 12 creators who were willing to go two hours a day how long could you keep it going that would be interesting yeah that would be good i wonder if we could do something i don't know how we could how could we monetize that since we're still here talking hmm Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just thinking, I don't know if it'd be like one of the, yeah, that would be interesting. I really like that idea, Brian.
4: Well, I know. Check a- out Aaron's comment
0: in the chat. Oh, where did she go? <laughs> oh, my oldest could talk 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's Josh true. Is five hours. Josh says do a before party to the after party. And then an but, after after party. I,
2: I, I know one of the guys are like, so there's like, maybe 10 or 15 YouTubers in the ham radio space. Okay. And they do like a ham fest weekend and they'll they all get have together like, and
3: make ham.
2: Well, no, it's like your ha- ham radio content and they'll each do like an hour and it'll go all weekend
0: long. That'd be or, fun to try to do a whole weekend of it. I'd be up for that sometime. Yeah. Like, a, um, because there's a a retro tech YouTuber that I follow and he needed to raise some money for his um, his studio. He was building a new studio. So he did a 24 hour live stream all by himself. Yeah. And then just, you know, the idea was super chats and that sort of thing. So, you know, we could, we could turn it into like a, I don't mean like a telethon, but we could do something like that where people could super chat or, you know, Liberty light or lightning, that sort of thing. And I think it'd be fun. And we just split all the proceeds at the end. I want Jack on it. I bet we could make it happen.
3: I he absolutely. Did, he needs to do an hour a day.
0: Even if we could just get him on for an hour. I'm sure we could get Nicole in on it. Um, I bet you if I asked really nice, I bet John would I'm sure John would come on. Absolutely. I'm sure John oh, would oh for something like that. Yeah. That would be fun. Let's throw it uh, wait. Uh, oh, poor, oh man! Porterhouse says you got to drink a six pack for every hour you broadcast. Oh, does a so small drink, bottle of booze count? Drink, drink <laughs> a six pack and then yeah, I, I'd be. You know what? I guarantee a porterhouse would come on with us. Absolutely, he would. Wow, that would actually be, Jesus! You got me thinking now. See, all the time these ideas come up because how many like you know. Um, Kentucky, uh he would he would come on. I'm sure he would come on. I'm just trying to think uh Jesus, there'd be nothing to get Jesus might come on. Je- Jesus. I knew a Jesus once. He was Mexican. Real hard work. Real Jose, hard work. What's that?
2: Jose or Jose V?
0: Oh, oh. The twins. Yeah. I meant I might a Home Depot. Shut up, Tim. <laughs> Oh, I think that's I had a an idea a while back about doing a or a, I don't even know who mentioned it, but I've been thinking about it ever since. Doing like a you, you guys see Battle Box, you know Battle Box where they send out it's like a, a blind box and every month mm-hmm. you get like survival oh, gear. I thought you box. said battle bots where they have the remote control oh, things that fight each other. Well that would be fun too. We could have like Chihuahuas fight uh Saint Bernard's or something. <laughs> there you but, go. But these are like um blind boxes you know you pick up and it you know, depend on what tier you subscribe to you get kind of cool stuff or whatever well i was thinking about putting a whole bunch of creators together in a you know in our kind of freedom-minded thing and do something like that where each month you'd end up getting something from one creator you know one person might be i i mean can't use silver silver would be expensive but like a pound of coffee or you know a pack a pound of coffee
3: is fucking expensive too, man.
0: Not, not know, as much as, uh, <laughs> an ounce of silver, but yes, I, yeah, you know, depending on where I the coffee's from, <laughs> you know, like we could do, I don't know, Brian, you know, we could get like special quarter ounce, quarter ounce of silver, whatever it would be. Like everybody would have something that they would um include, not donate, but would would make available that would cost roughly the same amount.
3: I'll donate a joke a month,
0: yes, see, exactly, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Renegade likes that idea. See, you know, Renegade could get in with like uh, spices and that sort of thing, and you know, yeah, I mean, he'd, he'd
3: send him to you, but he wouldn't put the he wouldn't put the uh, zip code on it, so it would never show up.
0: Or the postage.
3: He, yeah. <laughs> Did he do that before? Yeah.
2: You know what's funny? <laughs>
3: Ask Yosek right, so He we
2: he sent us a package too. We got it was like gone for like three weeks. He's like, I, I sent it. I don't know what happened to it. So he sends us another one with tracking. They both show up the same fucking day. No shit. The original one and the new one, the same fucking. And the day. the
3: guy, the guy he sent uh, one to in Dallas got it on the same day as Nate and Aaron, and uh, it was like, you know, two hours from here. Hey, I send
0: patches to the states, and they get there a day or two quicker than they get to Chris Dixon in Alberta. So go <laughs> figure.
3: Well, that's because it's Canadian and they got to take it by the Royal Canadian Mounted Postal Delivery. <laughs> Fucking Pony Express or something. I don't know. <laughs> Dog the I don't know. Mounties still ride? do the Mounties
0: still ride horses up there or do they get them cars now? Um well they, sometimes, yes. On occasion. They they prefer horses sometimes. because they're that tough. Yeah. Dog yeah. sleds they have one typically they'll have like one one vehicle per dispatch so three of them will go out on horses and one of them will go out in the car and they just you know <laughs> it depends though because horses really don't like minus 40. they get you know shrinkage that sort of all thing.
3: all frozen
0: yeah so it, you want to you want to hear a funny story sure
3: Corey Corey and I are heading down the road here in in Texas and uh Cory talks to all the animals so there's a lot of cows around here like every road you go down there's cows and she's like hey cows hey cows hey horses and so we're going along and there's this this ranch that's got donkeys um and so they're all lined up over on the front of the fence and she's like hey donkey hey donkey hey donkey and we get to the last one and he was like the smallest one and he's turned sideways and his dog was, like, on the ground. <laughs> and she's like, hey, donkey.
0: <laughs> hey, Ron, Jeremy, how are you? Oh, my God. Hey, donkey. King donkey. <laughs> well, since we've been talking about, uh, you know, the package of donkeys, let's, let's wrap her up and everybody go around the horn and tell me how to find you. So um, Nate, if somebody wants to send you a great big package, how do they find you? Uh, they can find
2: us at twochickshomestead.com. Uh or our tip tree link is twochicks. Two chicks tips.
0: Two chicks with oh sorry, no, yes. Okay, two chicks. Yeah.
2: Yeah, two chicks tips.
3: Okay. Two chicks, itty bitty tits. Yes.
0: I've seen that video. Anyway, Nate, go or, <laughs> Nate, go ahead.
4: Let's try to get this out. <laughs> Constructive Luke. <loop. laughs> Shut donkey up, Ryan. Junk.
0: Oh, just think about donkey junk while you're doing it. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> uh, I got some pigs that wish they had junk. We uh we nutted them last night. They <laughs> Do <you> eat those? <laughs> No, we um we we roasted one uh, about a month ago and we're like you know what let's try these don't just no. don't <laughs> they're not as good as roasted chestnuts?
0: No. <laughs>
4: don't try it. Don't no
0: yeah. roasted pig nuts aren't quite as good. Okay, good. They're not quite as
4: good. Anyway, constructiveliberty.com for all things. Constructive Liberty podcast related. We talk about pick freedom, building small business, creating a life you love. So good nice. stuff. Pig
0: testicles, yeah.
4: <laughs> pick testicles, yep yeah. That's coming up tomorrow.
0: <laughs> are they are they as good as prairie oysters?
4: Never had those, but I imagine probably about the same. Buffalo, yeah. <laughs> Rocky Mountain that? oysters,
0: juicy, juicy, uh, juicy. How about you, Brian? What about it, me? Uh, I, how do we find yeah in Texas <laughs> on an RV lot? Um
3: thelotsproject.com, uh YouTube, uh at the lots project. I think there's tags now uh because my stupid ass made it Happy Hills Homestead when I signed up, but now we have a tag and it's actually the Lots Project. So that's cool. Uh nice. at the Lots Project on YouTube, uh TikTok. Yeah the it's all there you can find all the contact all the all the everything and the podcast and everything coming up so and find me on fireside freedom on tuesday nights on youtube firesidefreedom.net get the audio download after the fact
0: where we talk about such a wide variety of topics like uh vintage cell phones. You're tune in to hear about Christmas and finish up with buffalo testicles in your mouth. It's and excellent. donkey kongs. Donkey Donkey, donkey dong. Yeah, absolutely. Oh dear God. If we don't get shut no, I'm just kidding. So yeah, if you want to find me, toolmintim.co. Um, YouTube, all the places. Oh. Yes, yeah, I got itty bitty tips too. <laughs> you do. Mine aren't that itty bitty i mean i'm a big dude right so yeah but yeah that's the place to find me um you know fountain.fm all that jazz TikTok. Uh, oh you know what i've recently started back on twitter because again get on the place where the eyeballs are so i'm streaming on twitter and i streamed on rumble Uh, i've dropped float completely Unfortunately, it sucks. I was a big proponent of them and a big evangelist of them, but I've dropped them completely because I can only stream to eight places. So Float was the one that lost. And now Did you Rumble. hit a hundred on Rumble? Uh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I'm like 150 or something now. Oh. Oh, I know. <laughs> Fuck, right? You asked, you, I told you, but... Do you have to pay to stream on Rumble, or is that... I you, said, you I said, did you hit 100?
3: You're like, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, a long time ago, like, 150. You asked. <laughs> I asked if you hit 100. You could have been like, yeah, yep. Yeah, Barely, all right? No, it... <laughs> 101. It,
0: yeah, Rumble seems to be growing, so I get, like, notifications two or three times a week of somebody following me. And if you go on Odyssey, I've been at like 580 to 600 subscribers for like almost a year now. So it just nothing, Odyssey's just kind of, but Rumble, you know, I I streamed to Rumble the other night and got, uh, what is it, 20, 25 streams or 25 views over there. So that's nothing to shake a stick at when, you know, I might finish up a YouTube stream and get 60 streams at the end of, you know, a live stream. So that's pretty good, I thought. Especially but, with 150 followers. Oh, fuck yeah, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Brian, you're an asshole. <laughs> but the problem with Rumble is you have to individually put in the stream key and the stream address every single time you stream. They're the, the only one. Yeah, it sucks. That's why I didn't want to do it. Is it new? <laughs> I don't know. It, it It's Sorry. a little bit.
3: Does it change
0: every time? Oh yeah. Yeah. it's Yeah. So you can't, like, I can't go in and save it. So I have a, like a placeholder in Streamyard for rumble, but I have to go in and change the fucking key and the stream address every time I stream. So it's a pain, but I'd seen enough traffic there that I thought I'm going to try it. And yeah, so far I'm going to keep going. Sorry to burst your
4: bubble, Tim. You've only got 149 followers.
0: There you go. So oh, you're at 148. No, you gotta, and you I want to so hear that. you say your story. that's a canadian apology right there mother (laughs) josh is too busy eating testicles yeah we we, yeah that's how we keep warm up here you you remember that star wars episode where they climbed inside of the fucking it wasn't a wookiee i don't know what they call them that's what we do up here we just kill animals and crawl inside them for the winter yeah so that's it from the nookie and the wookiee and the Wookiee and yes. So that's it from us this week, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this uplifting, enlightening, uh yeah, absolutely fun conversation surrounding the genitalia of many animals, underage drinking, and Taun-taun. Our, yeah, what is it? Tauntaun. Tauntaun. There you, you go. You just
2: see Taun-taun. the one. Do you see the one that Willis has hanging on his wall down there in SOE? No. What is... next time you're down there? Go look for it. He's got a huge Tauntaun head in his shop.
3: Interesting. Right next to a giraffe. Uh, No,
2: it's not in in the uh, garage. It's in the shop. Like
0: the main sewing building. Yep. Yeah, go look for it. it. Um, Well, uh, we we can close with um, the comment of the night. Porterhouse and Teal said, Epic. (laughs) I'm not <laughs> not in cock. epic nut and cock talk so if you'd like to come in and hear see this is what happens when you have a a, a circle full of guys we 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 devolve into sexual conversations i don't know what i happened. tell you if
3: aaron had showed up this this conversation would have went totally different
0: yes yeah we would, would have talked about um what hunting vampires in high school and being a a witch or a wiccan right so which would have been fun i would have enjoyed Buffy. that a lot
3: it had been all about Buffy and the Hunger Games. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Which is probably better than some No of the different
4: shows. than when I was 14. Same conversation.
0: <laughs> what was so the other the one? Real... Twilight? Oh. Oh, oh, fuck that shit. The so Virgin? the real question is, do I need to check the explicit I, button? I, I didn't right?
3: mean to strike a chord there with you, Nate. <laughs> Were you team Jacob
0: and he lost?
1: No, I was just gonna ask
0: him that. I was like, I was team Edwards, so thanks guys. (laughs) Oh Jesus Christ. Do you guys remember? Okay, when you yeah, um, what was that fucking movie? Uh 50 Shades of Grey. You guys remember that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Yeah. I I don't I haven't seen the movie. Okay, do you know that book started as Twilight fan fiction? It got really up yeah it was twilight fan fiction and she rewrote it as a book so that tells you the top quality literary experience it must have been Hmm. all right folks we're going to close it there so everyone (laughs) have a merry motherfucking christmas and we will see you take care what
1: my mom do to